Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, race fans? Welcome to another episode of Love Turns and Loud Noises, episode 49. My name is Anthony Dietrich. I am your host. I am joined, as always, by my co-host and partner in crime, the hardest working man in Daytona, Kevin Costello. What's good? Speed Weeks. Get, 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 get. Get, 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 get. Dude, we are literally... That's what the cars sound like. Because we are literally days old. From real racing, Kevin, we're days away. Days, we're hours at this point, man. We got Arca practice tomorrow. The hype is real. Oh, the energy is listen. I literally cannot get more excited. If I could run through a wall with no physical damage to my body, I would right now. Unfortunately, I would have to go to the hospital if I tried that. Yeah, well, well, save it for after speed weeks. Speed weeks does. Well, that's what speed weeks does for me. It gets me. <laughs> Gets me excited. So we've got a couple of things this week that we want to talk about. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our partners, Stadium Scene TV, for partnering up with us for the 2020 season. Stadium Scene TV is a wonderful platform where you can go ahead and check out multiple different sports bloggers, podcasters, and people who just put content out there. Really awesome. They're uh, helping us get our content out there. So once again, thank you, Stadium Scene TV, for everything you're doing for the podcast. We love you. Kevin, say that, say that you love them. I love you, and I was not told to do this. It is a genuine emotion. Thank you. We love you, seriously, though. All right, so we've got a couple of things to go over. I never got to actually ask uh, Ryan about his thoughts about the ARCA race not having Bobby Gearhart. Sad. <clears throat> Wait, it, it doesn't? No, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be different, but if if we're being completely honest with ourselves he hasn't really been a factor the last couple of years i know it's going to be weird Let's not seeing down, him out there but, right. but yeah i mean we we have a good crop though coming up it's a lot of uh established names already in the arc series like michael self and then a couple first timers and uh mm-hmm. on the high banks like Haley deegan so it's, it, it should be a fun race we're gonna throw the uh, ryan vargas interview after this real quick but i just wanted to go ahead and make picks because i need picks in my life i yes. absolutely need right now in my life so let's pick our arca winners for the race because during the interview i was trying to get um vargas to give us his picks but it, it he's mostly giving us his favorites and to be mm-hmm. quite honest that's kind of how you got to pick a daytona race you don't pick your winner you pick your favorites so sure. i'm going to go ahead and just call it now i take all the toyotas well i'm gonna take all the shows and fours <laughs> We're playing oh that well game. that's oh okay do i get the dodge <laughs> that i know is in here somewhere uh, but you can get the zombie dodge usually. yes I'm sure there's a phantom dodge. Um, No, but for real, though, I think um, if I'm going to pick anyone to kind of shock people, I don't know why, but I want to pick Tanner Gray. 
Dude, I don't know why. Tanner Gray. <laughs> You're actually joking, right? No, I mean, I, no, like, I'm not joking. Like, I saw him oh. tonight. Um, I found out he was born 19 days before me. So if he wins, I won't feel too old. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he, he had confidence in the swagger to where he, he looks like preparing, and he's an up and coming talent. And it's I think this is also a David Gilliland Ford, and and I feel like David Gilliland cars are that's like another thing. He's one, in good equipment. Three ones, yeah, he's in great equipment. Like it's Venerini, it's Gibbs, and then it's Gilliland, and uh, you know also Ken Schrader. Let's not let's not disrespect the legend here. Mm-hmm. But you, you um, got some some good guys out there. So who I are you? A dark horse? No, like I, Tanner Gray was my pick. Besides that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Herbst Riley Herbst win it just because yeah. he did run really well in the truck race at Talladega. Um, and he is yes. in Gibbs equipment. Should have won it, really. Should have won it, if we're being honest. But we're not going to. Yeah, but that. then we wouldn't have gotten Big Spencer Boyd in victory. Exactly. Lane, exactly. To be honest, that was more worth it. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. It's our first mm-hmm. real race of the year. And- I just realized that. Um. First of all, Tony Yuri Jr. is uh, Natalie Crucci. Did not know that. God bless him. How God do you bless think Natalie him. does this weekend? Huh. How do you think she does this weekend? Um, I mean, to be quite honest, she didn't technically wreck out in 2018. Did so she finish I, like top five? Or she should have. No, wait. I think she actually did wreck out in 2018. She was running top five. She had a chance to win the race, but I mean, it, the, all those cars were destroyed outside like yeah. three of them. Um, you know, if she doesn't wreck by the grace of God, you know, she could get a top ten. She's not a bad driver. I always say she's not a bad driver. She just gets a bad rap for literally wrecking in every single race last year all but, i'm saying uh, is you only have to be 11th on the final lap and then james busher um can work his his real estate magic and get you in victory lane dude he'll he'll put you right back into your place don't even don't even trip dog <laughs> oh man god i i need to connect with that man <laughs> <laughs> you do really. all right so we're gonna go ahead and move along. We got we did our interview with Ryan Vargas earlier tonight. We're gonna go ahead and throw that in. So we hope you guys enjoy our interview with Ryan Vargas. Okay, we now welcome to the podcast our special guest. You guys might know him as the Rhino, but we know him as our 2019 recipient of Ryan of the Year. It's Ryan Vargas. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you guys for having me. We appreciate you coming onto the podcast. We've really been looking forward to it ever since um, we got the chance to hang out with you at Talladega. This has been a long time coming, so this is... Uh, this Don't is say real- we. I missed that opportunity. I know. You missed out on that. Come on. Yeah. You missed out on a Talladega wonderful, was, wonderful time. Talladega is a blast, though. I was I'm... there every day except for Saturday. <laughs> oh, come on. I'll be there That's next fall. We're good. Day. We're good. I know. One day. We're camping this year. We'll be a little fine. Also, we're not going to be there for the spring. We're going to be there for the fall. Thank you. No, I'm going to spring. Come <laughs> on. I'm, I'm going to be in California when that happens. So I'm going to be in both. I'm going to probably go to both just to watch. I would like to go to both, but my family was like, well, to be fair, I've been asking to go to California for a while. I'm, I'm such a, I'm still such a fan. So like when oh, I was, yeah. in, when I was in the stands, when Kyle Larson barrel rolled, I was, <laughs> I was, I was like swinging. It was awesome. <laughs> it's oh, so you were hard. on the backstretch for that wreck? No, I wish I was able to see it from the stands though. That was, you um, could see Brennan gone, get air straight from the. Oh stand. yeah. That was oh awesome. yeah. I mean, he was, it's not like he was six stories up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's like, it's kind of hard. It's not like he went up. It's not like he wasn't sent to the space station or anything like that. 
No. I mean, it's he hard to be a, a high five them up there. It's hard to be a fan in my role because, like, I would just want to fangirl the entire time. But I'm like, no, we got to keep calm. You're professional. I, 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 don't, I, I know what you mean. Like, Thank I remember you. walking, like, still walking through the garage. Like, I have to be professional, and like, it's 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 super cool. Like, I'm I, I still say all of the time, like, I'm super thankful. But like, sometimes I just gotta like catch myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just walking through the garage, and I just see like cup drivers and drivers I watched, and I'm just like, be cool, be cool, yeah, be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Yeah, during Rolex, I was, uh, or during the Roar, it was, like, my first weekend there, so I was, like, oh, my God, like, Scott Dixon walks past me, Kyle Busch walks past me, Ooh. I'm freaking out, and then this time, like, I'm, like, helping Scott Dixon with a some autograph session, I'm, like, talking to the Porsche drivers, like, they're my best friends, just striking up conversations. I, I, I do want to say this, I was, I, um, it has nothing to do with him, but, like, it, it stays in the trend of IndyCar, I was on a plane, on an American Airlines flight, and... Will Power was on my flight, and I saw him. And I was like, I was like, man, respect for my boy Will Power flying commercial. Nice. Dude, actually, I, I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like Rogers got the got the like stuff to foot that bill. That's kind of interesting. He, he, he's the man. Will Power is the man. Will Power is the man. I ran into him at the uh, car race in uh, St. Pete. That Australian accent. Mm. Mm. I'm probably Australian. Lana Del Rey is my future ex-wife. So frothy. <laughs> um, so um going back then who is like a driver or personality that you've been around where it's like you really had to control yourself not to just start fangirling like crazy well i mean i don't i don't like go nuts when i meet people like i've never like except for when i was super young like when i was yeah. a kid i remember when i was like yeah. really young i lost my mind when i met dennis anderson who drove grave digger but like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. that was me when i was like 10 but Today, like, I remember my first time meeting Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I mean, I wasn't, I was never a big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan, but like, I really respect Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say I'm not a fan, but like, everyone's a fan of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like. Like, you know the significance of him. And so when, like, he comes up to me and like, remembers who I am and remembers my name and we talk about racing and not even stuff about racing, just regular things. I'm like having that conversation. I'm totally absorbing everything. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, holy crap, this is Dale Jr. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just like screaming internally. Oh, my goodness. Um, so last year, you made your debut in Xfinity Series. And obviously, you probably get questions all the time like, oh, how was that experience? I want to know exactly what the call-up was like. Because I asked Austin Terrio about his call-up to Cup. And it was kind of like, you know, just a little bit of excitement but anticipate anticipation for you what was the experience getting called up to drive for jd last year it was it was something that i never it's something i never thought i would experience especially at this point in my life or racing Mm -hmm. career i mean i i remember doing an interview when i was like 13 and it was a very serious question to ask a 13 year old but the (laughs) interviewer asked like what's a successful career to you and i remember answering yeah, I know. Isn't that freaking deep? That's like, that's tough. <laughs> like, ask, ask me that now, and I don't even think I. Can yeah, like that. that's that's me. That's like that's very like straight straightforward. But yeah, I, I my answer was like I'd I'd love to race in the truck or Xfinity series one day. And now five years later, I was racing Xfinity, and that was just kind of like holy holy crap! Like we're here already. Um, yeah. And I just remember it didn't really feel real, um, especially because of how everything had gone. In the past, you know, I ran with the K&N series, and that mm-hmm. ride fell through. And then 
you know, we had a lot of things on the personal side that was just really tough going into that season. And I got very lucky with a lot of help from uh, Lombard Bros Gaming. They were a sponsor that did um, my late model program. Mm-hmm. And that, that essentially is what opened up the opportunity for me to go, go to Johnny Davis Motorsports and, you know, really think about, hey, Xfinity is the way I need to go. You know, Arca, Arca slash K&N, K&N at the time. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to get into that, especially with how expensive it is. Oh it's, yeah, it, it's pretty. It's 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 very hard. I mean, I've I've had people, I've had car owners tell me that that I would be dumb to drive their car because of how expensive it is. <laughs> yeah, and so um, going back to the way you that sponsorship with uh, Lombard Bros Gaming. That's Joseph, right? Yeah, Joseph Lombard, Joseph and Zachary Lombard. Awesome. Um, how did how did that relationship start? Yeah, like I knew I knew Joe um, for about a year prior. I met him at the track once or twice, just in passing, and I kept up with his channel and all that stuff, and followed all the like the NASCAR YouTuber guys. And you know, I remember uh, the day of the rev announcement when that team, when my team was announced that I wasn't going to be returning, um, I was offered the opportunity to go race late models on the West Coast, and the first thing I thought of was, I don't have money. <laughs> I was like, I don't have money. And frankly, for me to go back to the West Coast while I'm still living on the East Coast is very hard. And I was very fortunate to kind of get reach back out to Joseph and say, hey, I know you guys are with C and all this stuff. I'm not trying to, you know, divert you guys away from anything like that. What I want to do is we're trying to do X amount of races at Irwindale would there be any interest and literally within about a month we were able to put up put that whole deal together That's and awesome. it, it cool. start it was i mean it was absolutely incredible and then the whole family super nice i still talk to a lot of them to this day and um i i it, it was really awesome especially because after all the stuff that happened in the off season the first race back in late model we won and that's where it just kind of all sunk in it was like yeah that was that was a statement right there what was what were the feelings in victory lane? It was it was if it, it was a, oh man it was a very Surreal. emotional victory lane, um, yeah. because I mean like I mentioned I mentioned probably twice now already but the off season just wasn't kind to us and we had a lot of things go wrong and to come back after all that and being out of the race car for a couple months and you know to have had my racing be so up in the air you know a huge question mark as to not only when am I racing but if I'm gonna race. To show up after being gone for a year and a half to that track and just win. Um, that was a big deal, not just to myself, but to my family. It was kind of validation that, like, okay, we, we still belong here. I'm just kinda... awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, man. I, uh, where did you um, end up in Victory Lane at? Uh, just curious because I. Uh, Irwindale, Irwindale Speedway. Irwindale Speedway. Why do I know that track like for famous reasons? You you know it because it was either A, you probably saw it in like TV or commercials, or B, you saw highlights, or C, you saw a wreck. <laughs> it, it's probably C, but that's not the reason I want to be seeing it. Either well, way. I mean, when you wreck when you wreck at Irwindale, you wreck big. I mean, one time I got in a wreck there, and I had the right front tire of someone's car hit the top of my seat. Yeesh, yeah, that's, oh my that's a pretty big wreck. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of hit me. I was like, "Man, I need a new seat." And uh, so you don't say. Yeah, you know, a car just hit my seat. I think it might be a good time to get a new one. That'll do it. That'll do it. So, 
Um, jumping back to your time in the Xfinity series. So um, you got to race at Iowa, very unique track. Not a lot of um, cup guys get the uh, chance to go down and, and race there, sadly, hoping soon. Um, you got to race at Elkhart late at um, Road uh, America. And, uh, or I'm sorry, former ISM Motor Speedway. Um, yeah. I had to they, change the, the name again. The second name change. <laughs> I literally called yeah. ISM Raceway today to a fan. I'm like, oh, shoot. I can't do that. Oh, you're, you're getting, you're getting, getting fired. Of, uh, yep. Yeah, you're off. getting some yeah. negative stares. <laughs> like, what'd you call me? <laughs> those are all, like, very, like, driver-friendly tracks, though. Like, yes. it's, it's a, like, those seem like the most fun tracks. I, I Out of everyone we've asked, Iowa seems to be the most, like, track to drive around. I mean, what was your experience? Yeah, Iowa, Iowa is a track that I really, really enjoy racing, and I'm sure you've heard from several other drivers that that's probably oh, their yeah. favorite, too. Um, it's so fun because of the fact that there's just so much room to race. There, there's, like, five different grooves you can really run on. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. at one point I was running the fifth groove and catching some other oh, cars. and I remember, Larson lane. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are about – I mean, I was about two feet off the wall. I mean, all guy and all the fast guys, they were running about – two inches off the wall it was nuts i hear uh, it races yeah. a lot like auto club even though it's not even yeah that's length. what i've that's what i've been told. That's what it looks like that's what i've been told it's basically shaped like a smaller auto club so yeah. i mean i can only just, imagine as a short track it's so weird to have comparisons to bigger tracks so you don't hear and, like bristol or anything having comparison to and anything. i've had a lot of people like originally I, originally yeah <laughs> <laughs> Originally, I used to say Iowa wasn't a short track, especially in the K&N car. We were so – there was so much on-throttle time in the K&N car, and we were so aero-dependent in that. But then when I got into the Xfinity car, those things have so much more horsepower and so much less downforce. You know, I was sliding through the corners and really having to use the brake to set the nose and dive to the inside of cars, pull in sliders. It was some of the most fun I've ever had in a race car. And that was kind of like where I was like, okay, so this this is this is a short track. I gotta drive this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, growing up on you know short tracks, that must have been a welcomed. Yeah, uh, it, it drives yeah. a lot. It actually <laughs> drives a lot like my home track, Irwindale Speedway. It's got uh, one thing that I noticed. I every track I go to, I always try to walk it. And the first thing I noticed when I walked to Iowa was that you could literally see the transitions in the banking if you just take a moment to look at it. Um, awesome. and it's how you use those transitions to your advantage, and that's something that Dang, I really, I that's something I really harped on in my notes. And every time I did, whether it was laps on iRacing or when I went out for actual practice in the K and N car, the Xfinity mm-hmm. car. So you don't want to be caught in the middle of those seams, just like at Fontana. <laughs> what uh, what other tracks out there have that progressive banking? I know Homestead does. Homestead, uh, Homestead Bristol has it pretty good. Um, I. I, like I said, that track I grew up racing at Irwin Dells, that's another one. Um, a bunch of tracks now are starting to do it. Is um, Richmond one of those tracks, or is that just... It is, kind of, from my understanding. I think it I wants could be, to be. I could be. It want, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it it's like man, it's like, man, I want to have things. But Martinsville, I, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, Martinsville's it's not. New Hampshire, see you later. Yep. Yeah, New Hampshire, if you get out of the groove, you're going to the fence. Trust me, I know exactly how that turn two wall tastes. Mm. Um, it's a great time. Ooh. Delicious. Sounds, yes. sounds wonderful and nutritious for everyone. Um, yes, I love the taste. I love the taste of lead based paint. <laughs> going back to Iowa, you pulled a uh, Days of Thunder move and just pretty much avoided a huge wreck. What was going through your mind other than oh shit, oh shit? 
Yeah, I was I was basically screaming that oh shit, oh shit, and um, <laughs> I I had all day like just kind of harp to me like you know be smart, don't wreck the car, don't do this, mm-hmm. don't do, like you know that, and that's that was just the goal of the weekend. Mike, I didn't go out there anticipating yeah, running as well as we did. I didn't go out there running as anticipate running in the top fifteen and being as competitive as we were, and so you know my whole goal going into that weekend was just to finish. And so to have mm-hmm. to see three, two or three cars spin out directly in front of me as I'm already committed to one line, and see them sliding into that line, um, it was a very, that's, that's it was one of those you. moments. It was a very big uh, pucker factor moment right there. I will say that. <laughs> um, oh, it was very, it was very sketchy. I, but luckily we um, avoided it and it ended up we ended up having a great day. Well, I'm sure you had some sketchy moments over there at. Um... Road America, so I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was you know, yeah, that was scary. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a track that I feel like you know. Obviously, we we've had absolutely preposterous races in the rain there. Oh uh, yes, it goes wrong like that. That's still, I think, 2015 was probably one of my favorite, or 2014. I'm sorry, one of my favorite races in the Xfinity series ever. But you know, staying on track, that 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 track is preposterously difficult. I don't know how in the world you learned how to master it, or at least get around without just going off at every corner but my, I mean, you... yeah my favorite thing about all that was like for iowa and like phoenix i had weeks and months to prepare like mm-hmm. iowa i felt so prepared road america had a week um <laughs> i didn't know the layout i didn't know the breaking points i was oh my god it was kind of like i was just they they said listen we need to save this car do not wreck it we don't care if you finish last and i was like oh cool Casually did all 45 laps, so honestly, pretty good. Yeah. Do you like made it across the finish line better into Benedetta? So, do you like, uh, yes. wow, too soon. <laughs> do you like Rip. road course racing? I love road course racing. That was by far Smart one answer. of the more fun. That was one of the more fun races I've done. Um, and I'm very realistic. I know we weren't, um, I know we finished 18th. We were probably a 22nd, 23rd place car that day. Um, and that, and that was just kind of a factor of the way I had to drive that race. You know, I knew mm-hmm. I had to finish that race and because that car needed to be used again. So, you know, when you have to keep that in the back of your mind, you, you change your driving style a lot. And I remember my favorite thing about that entire weekend was I was racing so hard with some people. And literally at one point I was just like, all right, whatever, go by. Like I'd put my hand out the window, let them by. And the next corner, they overdrive the corner and go straight off the track. <laughs> um, and that's just going straight from Narnia. Of, and yeah, and that's just kind of the product of road racing, you know. Rule number one is you gotta stay on the track. And mm-hmm. you know, for those who didn't, they didn't have a good result. We never mm-hmm. went off track once and actually didn't even have a scratch on the car. So it was a it was a good day. Um You were the top a, finishing J D car too. So we were, yeah, yes. Awesome. That was a that was a a, a result I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, and it was a it was overall just a really good day, especially to leave there with a top 20. A top 20 for mm-hmm. our team is huge. So to get to have gotten two top 20s to start, that was, that, that was better than anything I could have imagined. Oh, yeah. Flex on, man. Like, definitely. Like, that's an incredible way to start the career, <laughs> especially, like, you know, showing people, hey, I'm, like, not only for real, I can keep the car clean and, you know, keep it out of trouble. That's, those are some and big for most people. For most people, that's what matters most. Exactly. That's why, and that's why I say it all the time. Like that's why BJ McLeod is such a good race car driver. I say that wholeheartedly. He's one of the guys that I've actually gotten <clears> to learn a lot from 
this year. Um, he drove the 15 awesome. car a lot last year, and I watched him throughout the season, and he'd put that car in such incredible positions and run the absolute snot out of it, but that car would be clean at the end of every race. And so, more than likely, he would end up having a great finish. Mm-hmm. Is BJ, um, you consider him one of your mentors? Do you have any other? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's one of my mentors, but he's just kind of one of the guys that I look at and it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. he's doing it right. You know, he knows how yeah. to run hard, run smart, and finish a race. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest things you need to be as a driver is running smart and running clean. Like, you know, at being at the end of those races, you know, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Finishing top 20 Road America, we, fin- we did that because we stayed on the track and had no issues. Um, and that's just yeah. product of racing. You know, there's, you have I mean, to be smart. You also avoided, um, you know, Almendinger and Grax, and so that's also a, a positive. That was fun. That was, that was exciting to watch. It's, it, you know, I can't, I can't stress this enough. Like, when I say I'm a fan, like, I love the crashes. So oh, yeah. there's a point, like, when you're driving, for me, when I'm driving and I see them wad up in front of me, and I know I'm going to miss it. Like, I, I, I already know. I just kind of, like, take a second, I look at them, and I'm like, ha, ah, that sucks. And then you're I'm one like, of the rubberneckers awesome in traffic, I see. Yeah, I, I love that. Me, you're the people who made me late for work. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. But, I mean, it's, it's I, I, I'm such yeah, a, but... like, you can't say, you can't say that when you watch a race and you don't see a crash, you're like, oh, wow, thank goodness there wasn't any crashes. What are we talking about? The tw- uh, third race of the season, Las Vegas, was my favorite race of the whole year. You those, like those two stage cautions, and that was literally two, it. Those two stage cautions and those unbelievable restarts for. To be fair, okay, that, yeah, yeah. Race like I said, a really I'm not saying, finish. and I'm not, I am not saying that a good race has to have crashes. I'm oh, I'm being ironic. Crashes, I'm saying, I'm saying, crashes can make a really boring race great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shouts out, bro. <laughs> like there is definitely some correlation between was it a good race and super speedways. Being... There's a reason. Well, there's a reason why. Um, the 2017 Martinsville race ranks so high. Yeah. Think I about can't it. Can't imagine about it. Just about everyone in that field and their mother <laughs> got in an accident. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a race. I can't wait for uh this spring Martinsville race. Um, so going back to road courses real quick, I want to know are there any road courses you think that Xfinity is just missing out on an opportunity to race at? Because I know I can think of a couple off the top of my head that I'd love to see those guys beat around the cars at i'm the, curious your opinion. the indianapolis motor speed yeah well that's course. another one that's oh wait that's... we're going there now yeah that one's I, i'm excited about that i'm ex- i'm actually mm-hmm. personally as a driver i'm very very excited about that um i i'm still a firm believer that cup mm-hmm. still should be at the backyard like running that race i think xfinity needed to do something different um, and I understand the yes, reasons why they aren't at IRP. IRP. Um, and I think the, yeah, RIP, RIP. <laughs> but um, they, you know, I feel like the road course was probably the best option. And it's, it, I, in my opinion, it'll, it should deliver a good race. Um, but for me, I'm very uneducated in road courses. But I'd love to see a VIR on the schedule for any type mm. of NASCAR sanctioned series. I know they raced Kane in there, I think like, they got my. Was that 16, the race where that like, was... the top three just sent it off the track in the last lap? Yeah, like... that that is oh. that race, and that was awesome. I remember that. Think that about it. Awesome. There's that track really, is so you difficult. Could be like leading. You could be leading. 
and then just like send it into like the backyard of someone. Like, thank you, send it in someone's backyard. It's just that's how <laughs> crazy VIR is. What is it like? Twenty seven corners or twenty four? I I have no idea, but I just love Ask it. Brad, he's there. If you had here, to add, here, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Brad. The Brad. Spec Miatas are our favorite Brad, series. How many He should know this immediately. It's almost like you should know this immediately. They're saying. (laughs) I know you can't count, but you know the corners. (laughs) What? Okay, Will, because I got Will Rogers here, real quick. You got Will Rogers also. Oh, casual. Yeah, yeah. Will Rogers is here. How many corners? I knew it. It was seventeen. Seventeen. It's seventeen corners. Wow, I was not even close. If this was the price of right, I'd be kicked off. See, he's naming off the names of the corners, and I'm not going to remember them. Yeah, no, what, peach, it, it, peach only peach. nerds know the name of corners. Like, I, yeah. I don't even know yeah, where you're you Rouge is. But, hey, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. I did, Brad, thanks to Brad, I now know how to label the Roval. If you look at huh. an overhead shot, um, the infield portion is the shape of BT's head. Um, so like turn, yes. I think it's like turn three is like ET's chin, and then you go uh, into turn four, which is like ET's nose, and then ET's forehead. Then you go to the back of his head. Then ET's did, neck. Did Brad tweet that out? I remember seeing. I think that's got to be a Brad tweet. Yeah, that yeah I think he tweeted it. That's what I'm saying. Like I learned that from Brad. Like he taught nice. me how to diagnose the roval by just nice. calling it by ET's head. Let's All let's right. start a little war right now. Who's the better tweeter, you or or Brad? I'm, my tweets are getting there. Um, I think if Brad like had like a little more of a following, I feel like his tweets would go go out more. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely I, says outrageous stuff that I know he he's, probably started to steal he, from. He me, says but. outrageous stuff, and I I say just very like I'll just say what I have in my mind. You're like, Disney Plus funny because you have to be. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I, I mean it, but like I have to like be like thirteen about it. Yeah, so, of course. Like I'll post like a, I'll post like a meme, and then I have to be like, "Hi, right, Brad, you want to post a good one?" <laughs> All right, Brad's throwing it, your, throwing uh, it draft. back to road courses real quick. There's a lot of yeah. talks about your, your favorite topic. <laughs> the uh, the 2021 schedule, you know, for Cup Series and whatnot. Do you think? Not do you think, but if you had to add a road course there which one would you add that's not already on it so one that i would add i think personally with you know i love texas i love the people that are there um Mm -hmm. with the new configuration we need work um i would be a full fan of seeing one of their dates go to coda everyone says Uh, i can't say i disagree with that um i mean i think it would be stupid choice but I think it'd be stupid. I think it'd be stupid in a good way. I mean, look at it. I mean, it's got perfect amount of seating. It's got all the amenities possibly needed for a cup race. Like, we yeah. talk about Xfinity. That's why I say VIR, because, you know, you don't necessarily need some of those amenities. Like, that's why trucks mm-hmm. go to Eldora. Eldora is a full-blown short track, but they have great amenities for that type of racing. Yes. So, mm-hmm. if we're talking about the top echelon of racing, um, I'd say Coda. Now, they wouldn't run the full course you're saying they'd run the a shorter version of it there is a shorter version on there is a shorter version um i don't know i mean yeah it it would just kind of be up to like whatever whatever makes a better race like 
I'm a full I'm a full bore fan of the Roval, but I don't want to see any more Rovals. I agree. I wholeheartedly I think, agree. Oh, we've had enough Rovals for one lifetime. It's well, special well, because no, 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 it's no, no, no. special. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Roval is awesome because it's the only one. Yes. If we go to Texas to have the Roval at Texas, no. No. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. Because the Roval is Charlotte's thing. It's a it's yeah. a great race that shouldn't be great. <laughs> I agree. Like, if you put that, like, if you look at that racetrack, there's no reason for cup cars to be on there. But, <laughs> yeah. We, we, but we should we be good for happen. another decade at least because they, they've been emailing out like 2009 tickets as of lately. So Kevin got an a email from Yeah, Texas. I got an email uh, from Texas Motor Speedway saying, hey, come and watch the 51st running of the Daytona 500. And I'm like, that was 2008. They have no but, idea where they are right Or now. 2009, whatever. Um, it's okay. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, as you were saying, yeah, one one roval, that's all we need. I don't think the move to Indy at, as running their roval road course, I don't think that's yes. like... I, no, I, that's I not going to affect the I don't, I don't want that to be what the decision is for Cup. I personally... I agree. And I'm this is going to be such a bad, like such a horrible take that you guys might not like me, but like the last three years, the Cup race at Indy has been lit. Dude, it's been... I agree. It's been so It's good. been freaking awesome. This year's race was nuts. I had no idea who was going to win. 2017, you had Jim Jamson at three wide blowing up. And that was amazing. Well, yeah, that then, was they messed, then they piled up on a restart. I think 2018 was the best. Was, uh, 2018 Hamlin versus was freaking Kislowski. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking Hamlin and Kislowski and yep. Dorn each other. And then Clint Boyer almost won. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, like, Indy's been freaking lit. I don't know Indy why has... everybody's so upset about it. I really hope that they move that race weekend to the same weekend as the Indy GP. I would um, love for that. That would be because, like my, that would be like gorgeous. Yeah. If they move, if they move the Brickyard to that weekend. So that yes. way you could have on the day of the GP, you have like the Xfinity cars racing on that. Yeah, they already the race after, on the Saturday. So it, it, saying, it works out perfect. It'd be a double header. It'd be an Indy GP yeah. and Xfinity double header. Then on Sunday, you have the Brickyard. Literally, the only issue I can think with that is um, that Fox is that's their part of their season. I feel like NBC would want both races there. It would be because... it, it would be a little bit of a conflict of interest, but I know like I know that like at um I'm trying to put they moved in, stuff in around mind. before when they when they do like Kentucky in the trucks, mm-hmm. Fox just uses NBC's cameras. Oh wow! So it's like one of those cases where. It's just them it's taking over their, their Yeah, things. or they could do like a just a schedule, scheduling swap for broadcasting, like instead of yeah. I mean, like, I mean it, I it can be done. Lee Diffie on Fox, please. Oh, God. Don't get I me that excited. Alan back, please. Like, oh, back, I just gosh, want Alan Bestwick back. Please put Alan Bestwick back in a booth. Back in was well, Karen. I just, I just want my Alan Bestwick back, please, Karen. <laughs> yes, two thousand one through two thousand six. Karen Fox took the kids and Alan. <laughs> Fox and NBC would. Uh, alternate for the 500 so if they can do that for the biggest race they and can that's what i'm saying it. like they could easily it's i feel possible. like it's perfectly fought possible i don't think that would be too much of a stretch no. um and frankly i think it'd fit really well into the schedule in my opinion yeah it, you it would works. have you would have two marquee events right after another like yeah mm-hmm. it would affect the all-star but i remember my friend uh slap he has that youtube channel slap shoes he has those ah, uh, shut up. yeah I love he channel. has he, um, yeah, his stuff is so great. He mentioned, and I know this is completely stupid, something about like an all-star race somewhere else. 
a midweek All Star or something leading I mean, up to the. We've been we've been for that like All Star race. And well, here, I, and I don't, and I don't want this to sound like I'm a fan of midweek races. I don't want midweek races. I do not want that. I think the All Star race wouldn't be in jeopardy if they moved it to Earth. The the indie move for that to happen, but I think Charlotte somehow could sell the All Star race being a midweek race at the Speedway. Maybe if they, because there's nothing going on there on the Thursday now, so maybe if they did that and kind of like condense true. that, make that like, kind of like how Daytona has their speed weeks, like how the duels on Thursday at Daytona have the All Star exactly. on Thursday at Charlotte. Exactly, that could happen. I see that. I mean, I'm like that's that's totally that's totally for another conversation that like would take so much <laughs> logistics that for them to figure out yeah. but in a dream world that would be yeah. awesome all right so i want to move along is it okay if i ask you about 2020 plans i can edit this out yeah i mean all you right, know cool. we're still putting that together um all right then i'm not gonna edit yeah i mean right now we're still putting our plans together and it, it all still comes down to sponsorship and right now of course None, <laughs> but I am talking to several companies that are, you know, have shown Good. interest and, um, we really hope to see you in, um, the Xfinity, but is there a chance you could be running like, uh, any other series besides Xfinity? Well, right now our focus is just, you know, getting everything we have going put together mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of gauge everything from there. Um, I'd like to do as much racing as I can. My, dr- I mean, honestly, oh, last season, last season was almost like a dream season running so mm-hmm. many late model races and then throwing in those Xfinity races. I mean, that'd be a dream season, but, you know, that was very fortunate at that time. And, you know, hopefully we could find the right partners that want to do something. I mean, you know, it's, and that's one thing that I've had to learn in the last year. You know, I don't have, I don't have any marketing people running my stuff. It's, it's me doing these emails. It's me doing it. And I don't want it. And I don't want to come off preachy saying, Oh, I'm doing all this work. But like, it's, it's me. (laughs) I'm doing all this. There's no, no, honestly, that's even more about yeah, like and when I, you were saying you were, you're bringing your work down to Daytona, does that mean just like you're set up to yeah, have, I'm bringing get my connections laptop, started, my, my all that, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm full intent on going to the garage and shaking hands and meeting people. And will that go anywhere? Maybe not, but... It doesn't hurt to try. It's, it, if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing. You I could also just like laptop. start hiding other drivers like fire suits and stuff and then just be like, oh... <laughs> What a shame. But look, poison. I'm completely dressed and I've already fitted myself into the car. Oh, man. Is that my seat in your car? Wow. Crazy. Dude, isn't that nuts? You can just go yeah. up on stage in the media room and start talking. And everyone's like, yo, whoa, what's this guy doing up here? And then I'll stand up and be like, oh, no, 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 no. we're good. We're good. No, he's cool. He's yeah. cool. He's cool. He knows, like, cool. Three. Cool. He, he knows five active brothers. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so you're going to be at um, Daytona for the ARCA race then. For sure. Yes. Yes. Right. Arca Night so, America is always a must. Can yes. we talk a little bit about this race coming up? Because we, we got to preview this. This is our first taste. Besides, I guess, the clash. But this is our first taste of, like, nonsense racing that we, we have been waiting a long time for. Uh, the Arca race every year, I, I think it was 2018, was absolutely just an absolute Is that where they wrecked, like... The best dumpster fire of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's Arca. It's Daytona. Arca, yes. It's hard to explain it. And, you know, I don't want to come off wrong whenever I'm, when I'm explaining it either. You know, it's, it's a lot of drivers who haven't been on a super speedway, and you're putting them in the car for the first time all year. Mm-hmm. And that first time all year is at a super speedway. So, so fun. it's such a mix of 
you know, adrenaline and getting going. Like when I was in the middle of the pack, mm. I did the ARCA test in Daytona this year. And I mean, yeah. that was a blast. That was the most fun I've had in a race car. And so I can yeah, only imagine a good time there too. Yeah. I think we jumped up to like sixth at the time when I, when we did that. So, I mean, we were fast. <laughs> yeah, so, um, when I saw you, you looked so happy. <laughs> oh my God. That was a blast. I was, <laughs> I was like, well, he's living his best life right now. I was, it, I was just so stoked. I mean, well, driving at Daytona has been my dream forever. Yeah. So to have that, to have done it now and to do it, it's it's really neat. Oh, man. Nice. Oh, did I lose you guys there? No. No, you're good. All right. I it keep losing. Quiet. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that <laughs> I think we all just I was like, oh, sick. I love the internet. Do you have any? No, it's um, fine. I don't smell any toast. Because but... I know me and Anthony aren't the biggest uh, ARCA. Speak for yourself. Fans, like, not not anything against it. We just like, I update. We don't know much about it. Let me um, cut you off real quick because I update <laughs> every single time there's an ARCA race. It's normally like, um, okay, oh, yeah, there was an ARCA race. We uh, say who wins, but like, yeah, what, I always who do you, let, who do you see as the favorites for this race? What teams um, are, yeah, so let's make favorite, some picks here. Yeah, so my picks for I'll do for both, uh, for both Daytona and New Smyrna. Um, okay. for Daytona, uh, you gotta look at the Venerini cars always. Um, those guys, those cars are always fast. Um, I would say probably Michael Self is definitely the favorite there. I'm also rooting mm-hmm. for my buddy Ryan Repko. Um, Shout out. Is, uh, is, is yeah. Self in the uh, the Dynaco car? Yeah, he's in the, yes. the Dynaco. Um, the Dynaco Mobile. And then um, I would also say look at, I would say I, uh, the DGR cars have some speed. Um, oh, I forgot. Say. I forgot. I forgot. Gibbs. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I is see. Gibbs going to be there? Yeah. Um, uh, Herbst is racing. Is, is Herbst him. racing? He's going to be mm-hmm. fast. Herbst is yeah. going to be very fast. It's your favorite driver. Shut <laughs> um, up. <laughs> yeah. Riley will be there. He'll be fast. And then another one that I'd look at is probably Connor Hall. He'll be fast. He was pretty good mm-hmm. last year. He's a okay. he's another buddy of mine, and he was he was pretty fast in last year's race. And then for Deuce Smyrna, um, my two picks are. Are either Sam Mayer or my buddy Chase Cabry. Chase is. Oh, really I forgot that Sam's going to be in that race. Yep, good old yep. Samuel. GMS, right? Sam, Sam's a great yes. driver. Yeah, he's GMS. He's going to be yeah. Truck Series this year, full time, I believe. Uh, no, I, no, he's too young. He's like. Ah, sick. I, there it is, Kevin. I was wrong finally. Hey, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> Ryan can correct you instead of me. Well, Not I only perfect. know that because he like because he always constantly reminds me that he's that he's like younger than me, and I'm yeah. still like 19. That's tough. So that really is like that. That really grinds my gears. Kevin yeah, like, does that to me all the time. I'm 25 and he's 20 now. I like so. 20. I make people. You. I like making people mad whenever I go to the shop because, like, I, whenever I go to like working at the race shop, whether whether it's at JD or Lee Falk or wherever, we're talking about our cars and who they've worked for, and I'm like, they're like, yeah, back in '98, blah, blah blah, and I'm like, man, '98, I was born too late, two years later. <laughs> they just get literally just get, in. When I whenever I go to work, there's one of our other interns who's part time. Um, she's twenty, but like on given days, I am probably the only person in the entire IMC building who cannot legally drink alcohol. That's awesome. That's sad. Or yeah, because awesome. I because I was born in two thousand. <laughs> yeah. I was born in two thousand. So yeah, I'm a ninety nine baby. So there you go. I, that, I'm that so close to thirty. It's terrifying. Yeah, imagine being oh, old. It's gonna be us. No, congrats on making it thirty years. I've seen the sun more often than you guys. You have. Nerd. You've seen it a full 10 years more than me. Do you have your AARP account set up yet? Um, I'm actually working on my 401k now. Yeah, what color mustache are you going for? 
I actually have a very uh, fire setup going on. I'm going to do handlebars. Nice. No, <laughs> I don't want to run into like actual like drivers. Be like, yeah, I, I know I look ridiculous. All right, it's for a bit. Um, well, that's what I'm going to do at Darlington. I, my plan for Darlington is to have a mullet. Nice. Are you going to be oh, yeah. uh, here for 500 weekend? Of course. Oh, sweet. I'm going to be a fan all the way from like Friday to Sunday. Awesome. Yeah, I'll see now, you there. For like, that. I'll, be there for bi- I'll be there for business and work, but like mm-hmm. once the racing starts, like nobody's going to do business. So I mean, you should have I might them. as well just you watch. Should, you should have the mullet, honestly, for Daytona. You know, business yeah. in the front end and then and then just the party in the back. Ah, business in the front, party in the back, yeah. <laughs> do you get to watch from... <laughs> of course, that's what a mullet is. <laughs> do you get to watch from grandstands or what's your... I, I, my preference is grandstands. I mean, I... I've been I've been spoiled in the past going into suites and stuff, but you know you can't beat sitting in the stands. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm t- no. I was in a suite last Something year like for the 500. And... You're in the suite for the 500? Damn. Yeah, I had some buddies Flex. Uh, <laughs> invited out from NASCAR because they have a really big YouTube channel, and I like I, I grew up with them. They know how big of a fan I am. You know, like want to work in there it, and um, so they invited me out. And yeah, but like. Awesome day! Like, got a pace car ride with Dale Jr. Got a holler tour of Tyler Reddick's holler with his first career Cup start. Like, but we were in a suite, which honestly I wasn't a huge fan of because the sound is suppressed in there. You well, yeah, it's so much quieter in there. You're indoors, yeah. and I love which, I love which can be nice. Out. Which can be nice if you if that's like because like for me, I I I wear earplugs whenever I'm at a race. I I value my um my my hearing and so i don't <laughs> yeah, no, my I, for me when i'm in when i'm indoors at a race i am like i am like medicated i am i am about to take a nap that's fair like that's I, fair. we watch we watched the roval in the 600 from uh, my buddy christian's condo the condo corner condo corner um and i mean you that could put me to sleep i'm so we saw you on the there. broadcast <laughs> yeah i was about to say we made the broadcast this year that was they so made it cool. last year too pretty much i mean how many people shared the videos? It's nuts. Yeah, I was actually running NASCAR Snapchat the day of the the first roll, <laughs> the eight twenty eighteen nice. roll, and I um, because I was on pit road, I knew there was gonna be something stupid, so I was like, I'm gonna go to pit road, and I went to pit road, and sure enough, something I caught the finish, <laughs> and then it got yep. stupid. <laughs> yep. So switching gears, um, kind of staying on topic with the condo corner. So you. You're friends with all these guys, Christian Espinosa and a lot yeah. of the other guys. Um, and one of them, Elijah, had a recent series kind of resurrect itself, and you happened to commentate for that. First of all, congratulations on um, tricking Jeff Gluck into giving you guys money. That's yes, thank you. One of your things. Yes. <laughs> the Ponzi scheme. Um, so how did that go? Because, like, you know, that was actually pretty – you actually have some decent – skills kind of um as a commentator and i've actually was googling earlier and i saw a picture of you with mike joy do you get some of your um natural skill from that or you just like i was just i you're just messing around but it honestly sounded really good yeah i i so for me i just like talking about racing i mean you could sit you even if we're i mean this this podcast could end and i could still keep talking about stories about racing like i just love it and you know a lot of people who have done interviews with me, like I've done interviews with NBC and all that stuff, and they've all said, you know, you have a really good uh, energy with the with the way you speak, and you talk a lot about, you know, the cars and how everything. You just have a lot of energy that brings to it. So, and I was actually recommended by a couple people to try and pursue that, and so that's something that I want to do. 
um, something that I'd like to do. Um, you know, say if, say if, you know, uh, fingers crossed that it does, but knock, knock on wood, you know, if racing doesn't work out, I'd love to do something on the broadcasting side. Just, I have, you know, it's, I feel like I could bring some good passion. And so I just what we're like, hearing is you're replacing Mike Joy. That'd be that's fun. what that's exactly what we're hearing. <laughs> that would be that would be some that would be way too much pressure. I think yeah. you can handle keeping Jeff Gordon in his place. It, it, it's not that hard. You just have to talk louder than <laughs> you just have to talk. From, <laughs> that's from what I've gathered, and he'll just tell you to look at this, and you just stare off to it and be like, "Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jeff." Yeah, that seems just to be look how it goes. At it. Look, look at, at this. It. Yeah, look um, at this. <laughs> so another thing, um, when we were hanging out at Talladega, I. I Pretty sure I commented you, but you have a very fire collection of um, vintage NASCAR shirts. In fact, all of you guys really do. I need to know yeah. the best vintage NASCAR shirt you have. Okay, so I just bought this Dale Earnhardt uh, shirt. It's it's like on the limit or something like that. That's what it says on Ooh. it. It's front and back. I mean, it is the sickest shirt I've ever gotten. I I wish I had a photo, but it's I'm wearing it to Daytona. So all right, we'll see it there. With that. Nice. Um, yeah, just it's one of my favorite shirts, and you'll definitely see me rocking it at Talladega and stuff like that. I think the, my favorite throwback shirt I have is uh, the one Anthony left with me. So, well, I can uh, tell yeah. you this. I can tell you this. <laughs> if you like, I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a very terrible plug here, but if you like vintage NASCAR shirts, you're gonna like my new shirts that are coming out soon. Oh, oh, yeah. hell yes! All right. Very, uh, one of the shirts is a long sleeve that's based. Directly off the 1990 Daytona Speed Weeks long sleeve, Ooh. so I challenge Ooh, people to go. Where try can to we find, find these? Um, we're going to launch. We're going to launch the website here soon. Um, it'll be like a Shopify website. I think it's going to be like RyanVargasBrand.com or something like that. And All it's right, just, so it'll have everything on there. Make sure to follow Ryan Vargas at uh, RTRV23 on Instagram. I wish I could change that name, but it's not letting me. And then <laughs> on Twitter. And TikTok, you can follow me at Ryan Vargas underscore 23. And yes, I plugged my TikTok. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we do not have a TikTok. We're not in the um, video media game. Neither of us understand editing. We only can do audio. This is about as good as it ever gets for us. This is about the this We're peaking, you're saying. This is we our peak video. right now. We it's are fun. trying to do a NASCAR Twitter. We have a NASCAR. We have a t- game, a Twitch for the podcast. Doesn't No one watches it, but... You know, <laughs> It's this. I play Call of Duty on it all the time. So we we had a big meeting the other day, and our uh, social guy was saying like, "Hey, you know, if you want to promote um the race like on your own socials, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, anything like that." And then like ninety percent of the room looked at him like, "What the hell is TikTok?" (laughs) That's sad. Um, I've gotten. I've started to figure out the the uh, the whole TikTok algorithm. It took me like a month and a half, but once I figured it out. We're we're rolling. We're rolling. How does it boys. work? Because I I don't have a TikTok. Um, I should probably yeah, download it. It's it's, it's basically vines. It's basically vine, but with filters and different effects you could put. And it's I use it mainly just to meme everything. And then some occasionally yeah. I'll throw in a cool racing video edit. But mainly it's there's some. The quickest yeah. way to get fans is to put out memes. I've said this to like business Agreed. people. I've said this to people that I work alongside. Like, I've said this to NASCAR. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, memes are so good. And if you could just find ways to... And I say it all the time. I say it to other racers, too. Like, social media I, isn't hard. It's, <laughs> it's, so, 
it's so easy because think about this as a racer, you're doing something that a lot of people want to do. And so if you could find a way to kind of incorporate that into something funny or like just kind of meme the fact that, Oh, look at that. It's a NASCAR. Like just, just like plug it in some weird cheesy way. It's, it's so easy to just build upon it. I think not only memes, just like random stuff that like yesterday NASCAR posted on their Twitter about, brad kozlowski like remembering everyone's names and i thought yes. that was the coolest thing like i don't know I mean, I'm tell- about that but what a great video yeah i mean and same thing with like the content like you go back i mean you saw i mean you saw my nas my uh my nas vlog like it's it's full-on content that isn't about me it's about yeah. everything that goes around in a race weekend all the craziness that happens my friends that are there the the crazy fans that are there it's it's to show the fun side of racing that people don't normally get to see. And it gets to show the racers who aren't normally as open to their, to their audience on yeah. a more, on a more social audience with the YouTube channel. People have been camping here at Daytona since Monday. And I'm like, good, good for them. Like there's nothing going on, but they've been here and they're they crazy, but good for them. Hey, you know what? They're doing their thing. Yeah, if you're following doing what you love, I mean, no shame in that at all. That's yeah, that's they're living their best it. life. Can't can't judge them for it. Yeah. Won't they're judge living them. their best life. They're having a good time. They're having fun. Oh, that's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, Brian, how much longer we got you for? Uh, however long y'all need me. Oh, sick. Um, let's see. What other questions Actually, do I have yeah. for you? Well, you guys have me until my phone dies. Let me see what my phone's at. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> probably important. We don't want to have Okay, yeah. We're at 7%. Out. So I, I would say about another five Ooh. or so minutes. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I want to just talk real quick on a more serious note. So, um, you know, a lot of people talk about um, your haircut and people get a little bit confused. You were um, born with uh, craniosynthesis. I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. I'm so sorry. You're fine. I I'm, 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 I get entertained hearing Let people do it, pronounce yes. it. I'm letting you look. We have I'm a like, segment I, on our our YouTube where I try to pronounce drivers' names. I can't pronounce them. I cannot pronounce Formula One. Okay, but... well, I'm getting entertainment out of your pain, so please try. Okay, craniosynostosis. That's completely incorrect. But no, that was incorrect. It's craniosynostosis. Okay. Craniosynostosis. My friends, don't worry. My friends have all different names for it. Uh, Brad calls it cranberry symbiosis. So <laughs> that sounds like something Brad would say. This is why yeah. I come back to this podcast every week just to hear Anthony pronounce shit wrong. Yeah. He gets to just kind of like fix me and, and you know make me feel stupid about myself. But um, no, you do a great job of um, you know, bringing awareness to it. And I honestly think, first of all, that the, um, the haircut and the scar, um, it's like gives you uh, just this you know, personality. Badass. It's badass, yeah. dude. Like, how else can I put it? It's badass looking. And like, you know, you have, you're very um, good at the bringing awareness to it. So, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that, if that's okay with you. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. I mean, so uh, just to give like a good explanation of what craniosynostosis is, basically, um, when I was 11 months old, I, well, not when I was 11 months old, 11 months old, and I had my surgery. When I was, when I was born, I was diagnosed with craniosynostosis, uh, more specifically coronal synostosis, where essentially, um, my soft spot closed and it caused, I believe it's the right side of my head. Um, I say believe because both sides of my head are still misshapen, but the right side is more, uh, severe. And essentially what they had to do is, you know, when you have that happen, you know, if that goes untreated or, un, or undiagnosed, it, you can grow up and 
experienced some very, very um, bad side effects, you know, from obviously mm-hmm. it not being treated, you know, it, it can cause some very bad neuro- n- neurological issues. And uh, I was, I had surgery when I was 11 months old um, and it gave me this awesome scar that goes all the way around my head. Um, and for a lot of people, I was very fortunate. Um, mine wasn't as severe. Um, and now today I'm able to do what I do. And, uh, I, I always say all the time, the scar, the scar is the reason why I'm here. It's the reason why I'm, I'm not, I'm not only able <laughs> to be a race car driver, but it's able, it's the reason why I'm able to just be a regular person. And that's awesome. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's really come to light in the last two years or so, just kind of learning more about it. Um, mm-hmm. like one, in, like I, I've learned that like one in every two to 3000 kids have it. Like it's no not, way. it's not terribly uncommon. Yeah. You, no, that's... So have you ever gone, have you ever been out? Like, I'll, I'll ask you guys this. Have you ever been out and like, you saw like a kid wearing a helmet? Yeah. Yeah. They have craniosynostosis. Huh. Huh. They huh. just have a, they have a much more mild version of it to where they can get it. Re- they can get it corrected with the helmet. I did not know that at all. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Learn something new every day, especially on this podcast. Where yeah. We, and so for me, I, I actually recently joined a Facebook group of, you know, families and stuff who are in that, who have that. And uh, a lot of kids, you know, a lot of the parents, they're, they're very concerned, which, I mean, obviously they should be. It's a very uh, sketchy and very scary topic that a lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not as well covered or well documented as other, as other deformities. And so, you know, to have joined the group and I made a big old post saying, hey, you know, I'm, I was born with you know, coronal synostosis. I, I'm now living this, doing this. I'm now a professional race car driver. And, you know, I've had so many parents reach out to me saying like, you have no idea how happy this makes me. Like I was so worried about my kid, blah, blah. You know, I was worried that he would struggle with things in life. And, you know, I've had kids like try to bully me for it, but frankly, I don't care because I think it's cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it is cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. And that's what a lot of pe- a lot of the parents concern is that you know they're afraid that the kids are going to be self conscious or that they're just going to struggle in life you know with complications or if they're just going to get bullied and uh, you know I try to be they a need resource to. I, I try yeah. to be a resource for those families so that they see like hey I have that too I have that I've overcome it and it's allowed me to pursue this dream of being a race car driver which is so absolutely insane and I'm so thankful that I do. And a lot, and I say it, like I said earlier, it's the reason why I'm here and it's the reason why I'm able to pursue a dream. And you're pretty much a role model to a lot of people then. Is that right? I don't like to like say that about myself, but yeah, I would, I would say a lot of people have, you know, started to follow my racing because of that. And like, because of who they've, they've heard of me having it. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's, and I'm very glad to have that. And I actually, um, so I, Funny story. I'll, I'll I'll try to get this in before my phone dies. Let's see what I'm at right yeah. real quick. Um, I am at six. Oh, we're at six percent. We only lost one percent. We're set. Um, so all right, cool. Here's a little story. Um, so Iowa Speedway, the debut race. Um, we tried to sell sponsorship for that race, and I mean, I was working as hard as I could to find something. And at the time, my deck wasn't as impressive as it is today. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, it was very hard to find sponsorship, and we didn't find anything. And, uh, you know, we were probably going to go there with a blank car, um, probably just have one of their personal team sponsors be on the car. And I said, well, we can do this. And I said, you know, let's throw, because I work with a charity called Cranio Care Bears, which helps raise awareness and they give funding to the families. And they also give those kids 
um, you know, teddy bears and toys and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that when they're going through the surgery and through that process, they're in the hospital for about a week or so, or even longer. Um, so there's a lot of time, you know, those parents are with those kids in the hospital. It just helps alleviate all that stuff. And, um, I worked with them throughout 2018 in my, uh, K&N career and a little bit of my late model stuff. And going into that weekend, I said, you know what, let's, let's give them the car. Let's put their sticker all over the car. And if you go back and look at that Iowa race, and I talk about it all the time in that, that, that car was the Cranial Care Bears car. It had their logo on the hood. Their name was on the sides mm-hmm. of it. Their logo was on the, the logo was on it. They had the rear bumper, everything. The car was themed for them. And That's so awesome. I, and it, it really hit home because we unloaded on the, tra- the practice day. I just stumbled on my words there. Um, it's a good story to me, so I, I yeah, I take it very, very personal. But we uh, unloaded the car. We're going through tech, and I was with my team. I was trying to help them push it, and uh, this this kid comes over, and he had cranial synostosis too. And there, this was twenty minutes into being in the pits at Iowa, and this kid comes up to me, and he has cranial synostosis, and it's one of my favorite photos. It's me and him. I'm kneeled down next to the car, pointing at it, pointing at my scar, and he's pointing at his scar. And he's just having the time of his life because he's talking awesome. about a race car driver, and that race car driver has the same scar as him. That's so, so awesome. It's one of my favorite photos, and I I probably post it too much, but it's it, it means <laughs> a lot to to have had my biggest race of my career and be able to share that kind of story and share alongside those kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Even like tonight at our. Uh... <laughs> Our speed weeks kick off. Just seeing like a lot of a lot of little girls were out there, and for them just to to meet uh, race car drivers that happen to be girls, like it, it was so cool to see them get pictures. And I'm like, this is why we're here, like for these moments. Like it's just so cool to see these kids getting involved, someone they can and look up to. The kids are the future fans of racing. Yeah, and you know, to keep them around, to keep them interested in racing, that's the biggest thing. And you know, a lot of thing. people. Yep. A lot of people are very quick to post negatively on social media about the sport and all that stuff. But at the same time, yeah, I, I always say, you know, you can have your opinions about the sport, but the more crap you talk about it, the more you talk it down. Yeah. I Honestly, gonna... like, if someone just says something really stupid and I know it's not wrong or I know it's not right, I just, I hit them with the block. I don't care. Like, it makes my yeah. feed better. Um mm-hmm. And it makes me happier when I go on social media not to see this this negative stuff. And it's not like, and like I said, you know, if they're if they have legitimate facts, I understand it. But yeah, yeah, people for, just like, say bad sure. things about the sport just to say bad things or to report only. Oh, bad, it's just strictly to be popular because they 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 think it's a popular take, and it just becomes a, a a terrible trend. It's like the Joe Buck is bad or Joe Buck is bad meme is is getting yes. old now. It's. It's um, it's stuff like that. It's it's just you know we hear it all the time. I have thick skin doing it at this point. My all my friends make the cargo vroom vroom joke. I'm like ha ha ha, great. You have this. Well, I'll tell you this: all my friends on the West Coast, you know, they have no interest in NASCAR. But it's a shame. you know, I've pushed to them the sport, and now they're all pretty casual fans. That's like, good. If they if they and I always say the casual fan is so important. Um. Like, if there's a NASCAR race on TV and they are just doing absolutely nothing on their Sunday, they'll put on the race. Yeah. And I think that's what matters more than that. That's what matters more in some cases, getting them to watch the race. Like, I went back home and all my friends out there 
who are just regular California teenagers, Southern California teenagers, they love the truck series. And really? That's, series slops. And that's and that's what's awesome. Why yeah. why why trucks over the others? It's just because they're Cause trucks. the truck series. Just because they're what trucks. Are talking about. No, I, I agree. agree. It, it does truck slap. series nine America. It's yeah. It's yeah. the pinnacle. It's the it's the pinnacle. Yeah. The great the great American race the great American race is the Nextra Energy Solutions two fifty. Yep, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I yesterday the uh, the topper that goes in the car in GVL, I cleaned that right up, so it's it's ready. <laughs> I'm yeah, still ready for that race. So let's go ahead and just make some um, speed weeks predictions because I want to hear this from you before we uh, end up losing your phone. Um, so <laughs> what do you give me some bold predictions you think is going to happen in this 2020 uh, speed weeks? Because we're coming up to the clash this weekend, and that's a Hopefully some excitement. Last year got rained out before we even got to the end. Yeah. Go back and I couldn't even remember. And then when I went back and looked at the 500, I was like, wait, why are they talking about Bernard causing a, oh, right. Um, so give me <laughs> okay, some. Okay, so these are my bold predictions for Speed Weeks. Here we go. Um, I am very, it's very hard for me to predict a winner, but I can predict of some crazy things. I, I can guarantee you that Brendan Gaughan will get a top 10 in the 500. Ooh, a guarantee? I Ooh. can guarantee you that Brendan Gaughan will get a top 10 in the 500. I will oh, also say that Jimmy Johnson will find his way to victory lane either in the Clash, the Duels, or the 500. Okay. I have okay. a firm Fair. belief that a Hendrick car will get the pole, which yeah, they that's, always do. That's, yeah. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> um, I, I wear the tinfoil hat. I made the 2015 that Chase Elliott was going to win the 2016 pole, so I'm, I'm the tinfoil hat guy on the if, spot. If there is, the tinfoil hats are all pointing to Jimmy Johnson this year, or maybe Christopher Bell, because, you know, first first start, whatever. Jimmy Johnson's um, the bigger story. Come on. Yes, I And agree. I say that two, that t- at least two of the Xfinity Big Three that moved up will wreck out of the 500. Two okay. of the three? Two that's of them. That's fair. That seems correct. I feel like that was... That happens with these rookies. They get a little. Uh, I think Reddick's the best can't, or super speedway driver, but he's also the most yes. risky. I can see Custer yes. kind of just chilling there in the back and avoiding. Yeah. Um, not really. Like, talking about? Bell's, Bell's finish good, but I don't see him as a plate racer. Exactly. There's, first of all, there's five rookies in this field. If we're can, we talk, can we talk about. One thing we also got to talk about is how lit the current package is for Super Speedways. Oh, dude, so oh we um, talk about that all so the time. Oh, that package, we, got the, we got the current package circle jerk. This, this, this package is so much better than anything I have ever watched at yeah. Super Speedways. Um, it's such a shame they have to change it now. but <laughs> I hope they keep an iteration of it because yeah. the fact that they're able to do what they do. like You saw Joey Logano and Clint Boyer tandem for a lap and a half. And then get swallowed by the field at Talladega. It was perfect. You saw it was some awesome. of, It was some of the most insane racing I have ever watched. Yeah. It was like and, a chameleon going out to get like a fly and then getting sucked right back in. And <laughs> I always like to keep super speedway races categorized in a different way than regular mm-hmm. races. But that Talladega fall race was so good. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite races. Period. Yep, I agree. Period. The only other I race that I I had been to that even came close to that race was the 2012 uh, Bud shootout at the time yes. where Kyle Busch wrecked twice and then beat my favorite driver in a photo finish. So I was pissed off. But looking back, like, damn, what a, what a that great, was a great race. race. Man, you got to see a flip, too. Jeff. I did. Jeff Gordon's only yeah, flip. Jeff Gordon's only flip, yeah. 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 That's, Took that's him huge. that long. 
I've seen Jeff Gordon's only flip. I've seen Brennan Gons' flip, and I've seen Austin Dillon's only flip. You were there? That was horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was watching that at, like, because it ended at, like, 3 a.m. Daytona time. Oh, yeah. I was up. Oh, yeah. It was, like, 12.30 on the West Coast, and I was watching it, and I was, like, 14. And when that happened, I ran into my parents' room, and I said, I think Austin Dillon died. And then I left. I thought he died. <laughs> and I was there. Yeah, was no, same here. Uh, it was I thought, I thought it was so... fans and him. And it was like, oh, my God. That's just like the worst thing I've ever seen. Going back. I was, I was screaming. Like, I was legitimately screaming. Yeah, me too. All right, going back to predictions. I have one that's probably going to end up being a cold take. But I, here it goes. I don't think Daniel Suarez is going to make the show. Yeah, I was going to... Um, oh, is he an open car? Yeah. He's an open car. I just it's, think that deal came together too late. They're running a 2019-style car, and he's not mm-hmm. a good super speedway racer. And I just think all three uh, of those combinations... He should have won that 2017 Talladega fall race. No, we shouldn't have. Well, if we're going by speed, if we're going by speed, I think he has a better chance of making the 500 and qualifying than he does in the duel. I, cause what the top two on speed? The top get, two, the top two non-charter cars in qualifying are in. And get then, in on speed, and I think yes, that's. And then the I would say that would be him, but RCR is giving, um, the sixteen and the sixty-two support, and they they are really fast in qualifying. So I think they they're good there, but and Suarez is that next guy up, and like I think. That car is better than whatever Rick Ware. I also is will say this. Here's an, here's another bold take. I think JJ the Jet Plane, Justin Haley, will yes. run top fifteen in the five hundred. I think oh, he'll I was make, not say, only. I think he'll not only make the race, but I think he'll make the top fifteen. Yeah, I wanted to go back to you talking about the rookies wrecking out because I was going to say Justin Haley is that 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 man that man's ready. He's got a good car that like. Shouts out the 77. It's going to look great when uh, it's in victory lane with Chet Ross. Oh, 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going with this, yeah, yeah. Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the 16 uh, cup car, I'm, I'm looking forward to that guy to play spoilers. I, I, yes. I got the Bane vibe. He was good at he was that man, except he's going to win a little bit more than that. If we don't, like, if, like, people forget in the spring Talladega race, J- Justin Haley was running, like, inside the top 10. Like, yeah, I think he, he got, I think he got, like, I think he got stage points. Yeah, and that's with Spire equipment. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... Now he's got Spire. support. That's race-winning Spire equipment to you, yeah. sir. Well, now, <laughs> Chastain's in race-winning Spire equipment now, if you want to call it that. Um, oh, buddy, I will call it that when he's in victory lane. His his third CGR car, but, I mean, it's... There's a lot... I feel like there's a it's lot all come of together. rides this year. This is going to be... This this speed weeks and I'm I'm not going to jinx it, but it's shaping up very well, and I'm I'm excited to it see is. how it goes. It really is. I don't know what the ARCA car count was last year, but it's over thirty this year. Yeah, I think it's about the same. I think it's okay. tracking about the same. So I don't. I I can't. I don't know for sure, but there's there's a a decent amount of hype for it, at least around here, just like in the office and whatnot, just because Haley's first full season of it, and then, um. Herbst has hype, I guess. I, I'm Herbst. not a huge fan of him, but oh well. <laughs> um, oh, tell us how you really feel. 
uh, he he bailed on us tonight, so that wasn't fun. Oh <laughs> man, was, more negative he was points supposed, than Kevin's he was supposed notebook. to be there. Yeah. Um, You're anyways. like Ryan from the office right now, just jotting down. Yeah. <laughs> people on your shit list. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't pick winners. Um, if I had to pick good run, I think nah. Chastain will either go airborne or get top five. Yeah, he's aggressive. Here's the record. Yeah. Him, him was, and Tyler Reddick are very similar to me. Him, him, he, um, in the July Xfinity race, he was either going to wreck or win. There was no yes. in between. And the fact that he won is impressive as hell. And I think with this package with bigger runs, probably doesn't bode well for that strategy. Yes. Um, He'll, we saw I, that with he, Bowman back at Talladega. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... It's it, oh, I'm so excited for the 500, man. It's gonna be such a great day. I'm excited for it because of the super suck package. Like that's yeah, that's what I call the super suck package. Yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going to be watching the race from. Either media center. I know I'm going to be in victory lane when it ends. So hopefully I can peek my head at one of the big screens around the track. I couldn't do there that for Rolex because they didn't have in the front stretch. But now that they uh they put them up already now, so hopefully I'll be able to peek. There you go. I got a yeah. I got a bold prediction. Um, I think that seventeen car is still very very good on super speedways, even without Ricky Stenhouse and Bushers oh, no. be able I'll... to know how to not spin it out in front of the field. I I will one up your bold take, and I will say that Busher is not even not only going to be good, but he's going to make the playoffs. Wow. I think that we we've had him teetering on our uh, we did tears last week, and I think that for me he was a little further back, but. I, I he was in both of our just outside the playoff list, but like I called, I was, I had him on team adversity. Yeah, he's in the same <laughs> tier for me as Bowman. I don't. That's my like bold oh, prediction for the season. I, I don't think that. Bowman will make the playoffs. I did make well, that prediction before... before the uh, sponsorship thing came, but <laughs> besides that, there's, just, there's, tel- there's, there's a lot more competitive cars that can win races this year, and I'm yes. so excited for it. Just like I do, like I do hate to butt in, but I am now at like two percent. All right, let's you finish this go, up. Man. Yeah. Let's finish this I up. Don't, so I don't want to just like leave in the middle of a sentence, so I just want to let All you right. know that. This is fair. Last two questions, then. Um, yeah. If you can go back in time to any race and see it in person, which race are you going to? We I am everyone. going back in time. Ooh, man. Oh, boy. Time travel, Ryan. I would go back. Oh, man. You're messing with me here now. There's so many should have asked them ones. The easier questions. So many first. good ones. <laughs> I'd go back. I would go back and watch the 1998 500. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think that I we feel like we've gotten that answer before. We have. I think we might have, but uh, I'm not sure. Okay, last question. Who's the most famous person? Say that again. Who is the most famous person in your phone? In my Phil phone. Swift, right? Yeah. Like um, number wise, it's Phil Swift, right? No, I wish. I wish okay. I had Phil's number. Uh, Let me go too. through it real quick. You met him though, right? I have not. Oh. I got here. I got. Um, Even I've met him. I got Brandon McReynolds. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm still going through. Um, I'm saving my already one that I think I know for last, just in case. Because I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, I think that Brad said you're the most famous person in his phone. Oh. <laughs> No, he said Haley Deegan. <laughs> oh, shut up. I wanted to make him. <laughs> um, uh, I have Michael Waltrip. No way. Can we call Mikey? Mikey. No. I'm, I'm not calling Mikey. I'm sorry. Kathy, this isn't a chance. Okay, yes. but I have, I have Mikey. I have 
It's it. I would say Haley. Haley's the highest one in my phone. You say more than Haley's more than Mikey. I yeah. Wow, two-time <laughs> Daytona 500 winner Michael Wallace. Okay, gets... listen, <laughs> listen. You go around the halftime. You go, uh, you go into the Cup Garage on Cup weekends, and you'll see a crowd around the Haley Deegan merch hauler. Oh, I'm sure. That's fair. And she ain't even racing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> She's you got to And she ain't even racing. That's fair. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of Haley Deegan, we are going to be coming out with some pretty good content here soon next week. So Yeet. those listening better keep tabs on that. I will be on the lookout for that if I catch you all in the garage doing anything. Yes. All right. We shouted that out in the beginning or the middle of the episode. So if you guys did not hear that, Ryan, plug the Twitter one more time. Uh, the Twitter and TikTok is Ryan Vargas underscore 23. And the Instagram is at RTRV 23. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan, for coming on to the podcast. Um, I know we know your phone's about to die. We thank you so much. <laughs> and we will see you at Speed Weeks, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'll see you guys there. Thank you. Guys You're flying down, love... what, tomorrow? or Saturday? I'm driving down tomorrow. Me oh, and, uh, me and old, That's, old, How, me how and long old. is that? It's only eight hours. Oh, only eight um, hours. Casual eight hours. Me and uh, Bill Dodgers, Will Rogers over here, are going to nice. carpool. I'll try to see you at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Y'all right, have a safe drive, and thanks for coming. Yes, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. Thank you so much, Ryan, for joining the podcast. Honest to God, though, it was so much fun interviewing him. This has been a long time coming since we met at Talladega, and I'm really glad that we got the chance to um, have a great thing. We, it, I wasn't there. Wait, I like to. I had to inspire <laughs> the entire time. You did you mostly did. because I was just kind of living on cloud nine the entire time. I felt like a spirit, but honest to God, it was it was a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. All right, so rounding out the field, I guess we'll just do a quick rounding out the field. I don't. What else we're missing here? Um, shout out to Coca-Cola for coming on as the series sponsor for iRacing. Oh, yeah. That was pretty lit. Um, iRacing with a big, big pot this year for the win. 300,000. That's awesome. Yikes. Yeah, that's – all you have to do is play a video game, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I, I will um, say, wait, are, we, are we rounding out the field but not making clash predictions? Mm, okay. How, I'll just... how dare you? Look, I, I, I'll, I'll just do my best here. Okay, so let's pretend we didn't just begin rounding out the field. Uh, Kevin wants to make picks because he's a crackhead that needs to make picks. This is true. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the clash. Um, so last year, I believe I mentioned this in the interview. Um, the race got rained out, and essentially rained out after a huge wreck. So now it's like uh, people have a have a bad taste in their mouth because of the clash. I personally. I this race but i, 20, I honestly i've seen some pretty bad takes on the internet right now about <laughs> clash and i'm not naming any names nascar facts um is just completely incorrect about this i love exhibition daytona races because it's just fun it's fun it gets me going for the first race of the year so i will never say no to more racing anyone who does is a fool uh-huh. is a fool well, that doesn't actually like racing more racing that's above the limit. I think we're good now. If we wanted to add like one race per week in it throughout the year, I'm gonna say no to that because that's not smart. But uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's no, be realistic Clash, here. Clash is a great event, and with Bush mm-hmm. especially coming back on as a sponsor, I feel like that's added a whole another level of hype. 
around it. <clears throat> so yeah, it should be a good race. We got pretty even. Um, how should I no, say this? Uh, even sadly, no Hamrick and no Suarez. Yeah, even manufacturers, kind of like we have seven Fords, seven Chevys, only four Toyotas, but it's all four Gibbs Toyotas. So you know they're mm-hmm. they're going to be a threat. Um, and with the with They'll the super suck package, I'm not sure you can really do the whole teammate thing because you, this you is going to be the first off. time, Kevin. This is going to be the first time we see the super suck package under the lights. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, this race is at night, I I hope. Again. Okay, oh my god, you're wrong because a day race, but oh my god, you're right this weekend. Yeah, how dare you. The duels, oh, man. I... Oh, the duels are at night. Oh, that's going to be interesting because I don't These cars just go a little bit faster and a little yeah. crazy at night. Yeah. Yeah, well, Daytona 500 also kicks off at 3, so if that race ends during the day, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I... How can we make picks for a super speedway race when we literally just said you can't make picks you have favorites? Well, well, every year, pick a number out of a hat. 2014, it has literally always been Gibbs versus Penske. But Mm -hmm. then last year kind of changed that because it was Paul Menard versus. Giga Johnson versus 16 of the 20 cars wrecking. Um, versus Paul Menard just yeeting his way through. Versus the Mother Nature. So I feel like it's kind of a clean slate to who's good this year. We, I'm like trying to think who in, in the other Super Suck packages, who's been good. We had Chase Elliott win mm-hmm. in, um, in the Talladega Spring Race. We had Justin Haley who is a no, Cup Series winner. Did you know that? He's what? a Cup Series winner? He's a Cup Series winner. He's a Cup Series winner. Yeah. He's a Cup Series... Hey, Kevin, Kevin. He's a Cup Series winner. He's a Cup Series winner. Uh, and then Blaney, obviously, in Talladega. I, I feel like Toyotas, with this package, really haven't been a dominant car once. So I feel like no, they're at it, the disadvantage. A, uh, yeah. No, you are right about that. They don't mm-hmm. feel... They're not at a huge disadvantage. I just don't feel like they... They don't... I don't know. Kyle Busch really did not feel too much of a factor in the fall race. I mean, obviously, in the end, he was already, like, had gotten into a wreck. But, I mean, Denny Hamlin really showed that that car is was really good at Dega and just got himself in trouble. Yeah, I agree. I just, I feel like Uh, with only four, or I guess three other, the way you, if you look at it, three other teammates out there, if you're Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Eric Johnson, Truex, it's a disadvantage. Um, yeah, and because of that, if I had to pick one driver to win it, I think it's going to be a Chevy. I think Chevy's the new nose mm-hmm. is going to help him out. Um, Did they make it gonna... pointier? No, they made it less pointy. If they made it pointier, oh my, that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> Just I'm going to go with you know what? I think I'm going to go with a good redemption story at Daytona. Kurt Busch got screwed over by. Mm-hmm. No fault of his own, no fault of NASCAR. It's literally like random lightning strike caught him out. Um, I think it'd be a really cool story if he got redemption on that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. You know who um, took advantage of that, though? Justin Haley. This is true. He's a Cup Series winner. Um, you know, honest to God, um, at the last Daytona race, it, from what was going on, there were some clear drivers in there that showed they understood how this package works and how to properly block because 
you know, you still have to know how to block properly. If there's a driver who understands how not to, it's Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon has not been the greatest at either being blocked or blocking. However, that car was damn good in the in the July race, and people do forget that because of how it ended, that Austin Dillon had won stage two and was, like, looking pretty good in that race. Did he win stage two? Um, yes, he did. That, he did. Okay, he did, cool. In fact. All right, I will stick with my guns. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw a different type of redemption story, I guess, because it's been it's it's almost been two years since Austin Dillon's victory lane. It's 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 been a while. So yeah. I'm thinking Austin Dillon might shock a little bit of people and show a little bit of that uh, old RCR dominance we saw in the early 2000s um, come back to fruition. So I'm I'm picking a three car to go back to victory lane. I would never in my wildest dreams pick the three car to win a race, but like you know, with Austin Dillon, then, let's be honest. It's an but exhibition race. What's, it's what's an exhibition race? I think this race is going to be crazy, and I think that the super suck package is going to be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We made our oh, argument. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, do you want to pick who's going to be on the poll, even though yeah. we all know who it's going to be? So the tinfoil hats are saying Jimmy Johnson. Um, it's definitely Jimmy. Even and though you Hendri- want to say, oh, go ahead. I mean, Hendrick's been so good. <laughs> at yeah. 500 qualifying, so like I'm trying to think who's won like the poll. Who's won the poll at the super suck packages? Uh, I think Chase Elliott won it in the fall. Um, oh, I will legit be shocked if it is not a Hendrick front row sweep. Yeah, that would be that. That would probably be an easy prediction because I feel like they do it every single year. Yeah, um, I feel like that's always. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. <laughs> Why not? That's 2020. You're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to go with Jimmy Johnson. It's just I'm going to go tinfoil hat because I correctly predicted Chase Elliott winning the poll at the 2015 Daytona 500 qualifying. I said that he was going to win the 2016, 360 days before it happened. So. I think the, the, the tinfoil hat spin for Chase Elliott is that um, it'll be his – it's five years since – no, wait. Six – wait. Hold up. What year did you say? 2015. Oh, well, he won the uh, whole... Anthony was wrong. Anthony was wrong. Anthony was wrong. Anthony was what, wrong. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Kevin, calm down. Before you get your panties in, uh, I said at the 2015 Daytona 500 qualifying that I figured out that it was the biggest storyline is going to win the poll. Therefore, because it was Jeff Gordon's last year and Jeff Gordon won the poll. So therefore, I was predicting that day that Chase Elliott in 2016 was going to win the Daytona 500. It's on Reddit. I will show you the post. I take it back. Anthony is living in 3020. I'm only in 2020. I was playing 5D. Oh, I can't say that. Um, I (laughs) I was playing 5D chess when everyone else was playing checkers. So I just want to point out that I correctly picked that. Anthony is indeed a teller. Let it be known. Where do right. I see start position? Okay, start. Okay, um, the Talladega spring race was Kurt Busch won the pole. So oh, your pick looks pretty good here. Okay. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just clicked 10 and Kurt Busch started on. Oh, wait, no. What the hell race did I click on? Oh, it was Austin I... Dillon. What did I, I click on? Like, I don't remember Kurt Busch winning a pole last year, to be honest. Well, he's in this race, so. Um,. Has he won the clash before? Kurt Busch won it, but he was not the first one to cross the finish line. 
Ah, it was back in. I think it was it was Newman or Hamlin. Um, went below the yellow line. Ah, yes. Yeah, I was there for it. So, so I remember Daytona. I'm pretty sure that was Willie B. But um, um, no, it was for the 500 last year. No, no, no. It was Logano won the um the summer Daytona pole. Oh, okay, and then no, it was who... rained out. So okay, don't he even. Was, he was first. We have no idea what the super suck package is going to be like. <laughs> All right, we can pretty much leave it at that. Suarez okay. is going to win it and prove me wrong. Silence, silence yourself. <laughs> um. Okay, so now can we round out the field? We may. Okay, I want to round out the field properly this week. I want to just say thoughts and prayers to the Andretti family. We lost uh, John Andretti to a long battle with cancer. It's um, it's tough. I I remember when I first started watching NASCAR, John Andretti was still in the 43 car back in 2001. I actually really did like the 43 car. Um, it had something to do with the fact that the car looked nice, but also you could get the free 43 car in most Cheerios and like cereal boxes, which was pretty neat. I liked that as a kid. Obviously, it wasn't hard to get my attention when I was young. Um, but yeah, no, just a tough loss. Um, you know, just hashtag check it for Andretti. Uh, you know, make sure you guys go to the doctor regularly and just, um, you know, I hate cancer, man. Just sucks. Yeah. No, can't say that, but screw yeah, cancer. Yeah, can't say that. Screw, screw cancer. cancer. Yeah. Bleep cancer. Uh, bleep cancer. As Young Thug says. Yeah. Um, well, on a more positive note, uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning the Super Bowl. And yes, thank you, turn, Kansas City Chiefs, for winning me some money. Thoughts and prayers with Clint Boyer's liver. It was a rough <laughs> Sunday night, Monday morning. I believe he is going to make it to Daytona. I'm not sure if we've had confirmed reports on that, but if he has, he'll, make it, by he'll then. make it there on his bus. He'll he'll show up. He'll he'll show up in time for the clash. I'm he'll sure. be happy, and I think because of that, Jeff Gordon will be wearing a Chiefs jersey during one of the broadcasts this speed. Has he sweater. said which jersey he's going to wear? Better be Mahomes. It better be Mahomes. Um, or honestly, if it's Travis Kelsey, I'll take that too. That's fair. Um, so uh, apparently, Jeff Gordon has to unretire NASCAR as well. Uh, did a little skit before the Super Bowl with him and Rob Gronkowski on a cruise ship, and Jeff Gordon got spun out by Gronk and did not come after him in uh, the garage after the race either. <laughs> so that was nice to see. But apparently, Jeff Gordon retiring. Mm-hmm. Imagine losing to a man that weighs like 250 pounds in go karting. Buddy, I do not think Rob Gronkowski weighs. That's couldn't, like couldn't be me. That's all I gotta say. Rob Gronkowski weighs. I, I, there's no way. I'm saying two thirty-eight. Actual retail price two sixty-five. You idiot. Damn. <laughs> you. Idiot. He was actually bigger, I think, when he was playing football. He he's lost some weight, so he might that might be a lower number now. But um, yeah. Congratulations to the Chiefs and congratulations Clint Boyer. He always wears the Chiefs hat. It feels like. And it finally paid off in his uh in his favor, so good on him. I will say I just went on Reddit and shout out to the user who thought that Clint Boyer's collar was covering up something because it looks like a logo covered up when it is indeed in fact just a window. Um <laughs> so shout out to that oh, man. Shouts out. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. beautiful. It was awesome. Anyways, um, what else happened this week? We already mentioned. I've heard, I've heard some rumors that this is Brad Keselowski's last year. 
I've heard some crazy rumors out there. Ooh. I know. I know. It's it's it's, it's like came it's out not going to surprise me. I'm not going to lie. Oh it, man, it would not surprise me. Um, speaking it of Brad he made it to a sports management class on Monday oh, at. Cool. Let me see what college this is. Uh, Wake Forest College. So. Oh, cool! Yeah, go Demon Deacons. Go North Carolina. Okay. Um. um oh, I want to just give a shout out to Chase Elliott. That Hooters car is mm. fire. Mm. I didn't think it was gonna look that good. I did not think it was gonna look that good. And I that love laps. Kevin Harvick's paint scheme too for the clash and the 500 it looks we got really some nice. pretty we got some pretty good paint schemes they were saving the better the best for when we get closer to the race there's no there's no reason to to show your hands immediately you, you wait until uh n- until you get closer to the 500 let's be honest also shout out to comedic gaskets for coming on as the <laughs> should it last uh, well the, hey at least i'm not the only one who the official sponsor of the truck series poll i'm never gonna say that's a cosmetic it's just like i feel like change your brand to no that's good. roll off the tongue a little bit better i um, honestly like the bush pole like sounds great Gets the point across. Yeah. The cometic gasket pole or does not have that same ring to it. I don't know why when I hear that I just think of someone like in like 1600s England just firing a giant musket gun. But no, that's I, what I, I, I hear, hear the that. same thing. It's it's I don't even know, man. Yeah. It's hey, but thank you guys for coming on to um, sponsor anything. Yeah, for sure. Also on um, the 500, if Reed Sorensen does somehow make it. He is running a 2019 Chevrolet, which means that the pointy nose will be there. So if he happens to end up in a pack, watch out. Um, Uh, NASCAR had a couple um, leadership changes. uh, It looks like today, actually. Yeah, I got an email from Steve Phelps. So that was cool. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty cool. Steve Phelps knows your your email address. Uh, Yeah, he totally just didn't hit at all to... Calm down. Yeah. Make yourself feel good. Um, So Ben has been promoted to VP of Racing Development. John Martin has been promoted to Vice President of Media. And then uh, they really want me to read through this. (laughs) A bunch of people got moved up. Ben Kennedy and and, (laughs) um, and, uh, John Martin are the big ones. And there's like um, Chris Schwartz. I don't think we know who that. You know who that is, but. You act like I know who that is. It's a big office, man. <laughs> big office. Okay. Look, I will say lots of cool things are happening in NASCAR. While it is a huge office that I work in, I do see John Doonan a lot, who is the president of IMSA, and he is legitimately one of the nicest down to earth people I've ever met in my life. So if That's you're good. a fan of motorsports at all, Give Imsa a shot just because of this. This he's he's just such a great guy. He, me and another intern were walking with hands full uh, the other day. He could have just taken the elevator up to the top floor where he is and not gave us the time of day. But he followed us, opened the door for us. Just a really nice gesture today. I was carrying another big box, filled a couple hole punchers. He he happened to be right there, came over, and I'm like, oh great. You know, in front of him, uh, dropping all that. Um, but he was super nice about it. And then I saw him as I was uh, leaving Speed Week's kickoff. He was leaving too, and uh, we talked for a little bit. And I just said, "Hey, man, thanks for 
everything. Good luck on your, you know, your next race. You never know when you're going to get to see people again uh, in this building because it's so big. But just he's he's such a nice down to earth guy. Kevin, I should ask you who's the most famous person in your. Who is the most famous? Oh, probably Ricky or Nick Ireland. <laughs> yeah, those those off, guys off the top of my head because they have yeah you know YouTube many million? millions and millions of subscribers. Yeah, that that's like, gonna be it. Chip uh, Wild may be up there, but yeah, I have um I have Brad Perez as my most famous person. Nice. Myself. I don't even think I have Brad. <laughs> Aha! You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh man. Okay, so we'll have an episode next week, hopefully, in between the duels and the race. I, I don't think so, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we have we'll... to record probably Tuesday nights tonight. Yeah, so look for an episode next Wednesday where uh, the duels will get you the full Daytona preview. And I haven't told this to Kevin yet, but we're gonna make old picks for thirty for this thirty six races like Kevin wanted back in January. So we're gonna do that. So Kevin, he, like we say, he's a crackhead for picks. So, dude, we'll I wait. You mean like we're picking every winner now? That's what you wanted. And I said no. I'm okay not to do it because looking back, it's more fun to make picks as the week, and so much changes. Oh, like, now he changes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, fine. We'll make our speed, but we will make our speed weeks picks next week. Um, yes. hopefully that doesn't mean that when I pick Ross Chastain that he gets uh, eliminated. But we'll, we'll. Oh no, he's locked in. Yeah, he's he's chartered. Um, good. good. Avoid picking Reed Sorensen. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You're very oh, damn it. I know. Damn it. Um, we're gonna also for this year, like I said, we're gonna actually track more picks. Um, so it'll be me, Kevin, um, Alex, and Methy. And please make sure you guys check out our episode after the 500. It will be hosted by Alex and Jeremy Methfield. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And we call him Jeremy Methfield because that is his username on Reddit. Um, he doesn't want us to dox him just yet, so. I yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Are call. they? Are they going to be here? Obviously, Alex. I'm assuming is. Uh, yeah, Alex will be at the race. Um, they'll be here for the ra- the episode after. I've pretty much given them the notice. Sweet, sweet. Um, what else is there? Oh, so we're also going to be doing a fantasy NASCAR um thing. If you guys want to join that, I'll post a link on Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else post stuff on yeah <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um and we'll be giving picks all year and if you haven't listened to this podcast before we're pretty damn good on our picks i think we were like right 60 percent of the time last year yeah which is money sounds about right just money in the bank yeah so, yeah keep that in mind if you gamble on that money on DraftKings, but besides that yeah we're good yeah, well, don't, don't do DraftKings. Wait, can I? Shit, <laughs> can I gamble? What on races now? <laughs> oh no, you you absolutely cannot. Uh, oh, can I do you fantasy really NASCAR? I can do that. I can I can gamble. My friend said that he can't do uh, fantasy football because he works for a basketball team. I can do it for the Homestead race weekend. Okay, find out, find out, please. I don't want to get you in trouble. There was. There was definitely some. No, you can do like fantasy. I don't think you can like. But I don't know. There was some course that got sent yeah, out. Yeah, now that I think about it, you can definitely do fantasy NASCAR because I mean they literally like talk about. Oh yeah, it. fantasy NASCAR you can do. No shame. Um, Who cares? But fantasy NASCAR. I, I don't know. There's just like I have 90 days to finish this waiver thingy about like gambling on NASCAR, and I'm not even going to be here for 90 more days. But I'll st- I'll get around to it if I don't. We'll figure that one out, Kevin. Don't do anything. 
Um, yeah, I'll try not to get fired before uh, 500 day. We got nine days till the 500, Kevin. We're almost there. Yeah. Friggin' pumped. We've really had to hold our tongue this episode. We have to <laughs> curse like normal, so we've done a pretty good job. We've only accidentally slipped two F-bombs, so we're, we're, yes. we're pretty <laughs> like the best we've ever done. Um, But yeah, until next week, I have been Anthony. And I have been Kevin. We will see you guys for Speed Weeks. Love you guys. Bye. Baby, it's crazy, I've been thinking about you lately On the daily, you've been running through my mind And am I running out of time So baby, let me slide by us out So we can ride into the late night Take flight, tell me that it ain't right What you got, you gotta let me see You gotta give it up, you gotta set it free Let me see what to do about you Every step I take is once I'm closer to you I'm singing all night long I've been running to you But I've been coming to you, baby, just let me hear All night long I've been running to you But I've been coming to you Baby, just let me hear